We are in our yuck series. You guys ever felt like a yuck feeling before, right? A yuck feeling. And, and what we're talking about is like sometimes life just deals out these yuck things. And we get feelings of yuck like when we watch videos like this. Oh, it's still going. 50 raw eggs in 15 seconds. Ugh. That, get, like, sometimes life can, can deal you something that makes you feel the same way you feel when you look at something like that. And, and these yuck things we've been talking about for the last couple weeks, and tonight's topic is... What do we do when we feel the yuck of sadness? You guys ever just feel sad before? Just sad. I mean, life happens and sad stuff happens. And so I want to simplify it tonight, guys, all right? I want to simplify it a little bit tonight and just tell you really quickly what, what we do with sadness, okay? So right here, this, this empty um, soda bottle is just you, okay? And I mean, just think of it like this. This is sadness, the dark darkness, right? And, and you ever get soda on your hands and it dries and it's sticky? And then, or you step in it and it's like, right? All right, and so sadness can kind of be on us like that, but this is what you gotta do, super simple, all right? We'll make it real quick and we'll get back to plan. Sound like a plan, all right? So what you do is whenever life makes you sad, just bottle it up, all right? So just, just bury it deep down inside yourself and leave it there. Okay, and this could be anything. This could be from, you know, you watch one of those commercials that, with the dogs that are like crying on there saying like, I'm in need, right? That makes you sad, it does. Or it could be like your girlfriend dumped you in front of the entire school lunch, which totally never happened to me ever because I buried it deep down, deep down. Right? This is any sort of sadness. You just, you bury it deep down inside yourself. And then what happens is you don't ever let it out again, okay? You bury it deep down in there because it's just sadness. And guys, right? I mean, we're not supposed to be sad. We're guys. We're supposed to be strong. And, and girls are like, it's just, you, don't need to, you don't need to watch chick flicks all the time and cry all the time or just cry for no reason, which I just still don't understand. Um, so you bottle it up deep down, right? You don't need this stuff anymore. And then what happens is, no matter what happens, even you get shaken up or anything like that, it doesn't matter because you cap the bottle. You cap it, you bury it deep down inside, and then nothing can touch it. Will, and then it's Will, super easy. Excuse me. Um, that's completely wrong. You are telling all of our students the complete wrong thing to do. Because sometimes life happens. No. And sometimes life is it's it will stab you and it will feel like horrible, and we aren't supposed to bottle it up. Bottled it up. No, we don't bottle it up, we let it out. <laughs> I'm not strong enough. You try it. It'll feel good. Yeah. I want to use the sword. You try. Use the sword. <laughs> like that. It's supposed to do that. Will, you can't teach our students the wrong things. Okay, I'm glad I got to use the sword, though. Can you take your mess out of here, please? Thank you. So, so like Pastor Will said, we're in this series, we're talking about what to do when you feel sad. I wanna talk about really what you really do when you feel sad. We don't bottle it up. 
Because no one really likes to feel sad, but it's part of life. Unfortunately, it is part of life. And like Pastor Brittany said last week, I just wanna repeat that, it's okay to cry. Sometimes it's just okay to cry. It's okay to be sad. I'm not really a crier, but sometimes just like a good cry feels like healthy and just like, oh, just like soothing to just like get some of that out. I'm not gonna bottle it up. I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna cry. It's okay. It really, really is. But many times that's what we wanna do. We feel like it's easier if we bottle it up and we pretend and we show the world we're totally fine. My life is great. Sometimes we might feel embarrassed about, about this pain or this hurt or this sadness that we're hiding and, and we don't want the world to see. And I think the world tries to tell us that. They're like, you, you need to be perfect. You need to show us all of your perfect things on Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and oh, your life is perfect and that's what the world is telling us. But the Bible says in Romans 12 too, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. We're not supposed to bottle up. We're not supposed to pretend like we're perfect. God's not looking for anyone who is perfect or, or who never has a bad day or who's never sad, but God's will is that we can live free and we can live real. And honestly, that's what other people want, right? We don't want anyone that's perfect. We want someone that's real, someone that we can connect with because perfect is kind of hard to live up to. So I wanna talk about the different kinds of sadness that can feel yuck because there are different kinds of sadnesses. There's just like a bad day, dad. Like my five-year-old came home from preschool the other day and she had a hard day because her friend Riley told her she couldn't play with her that day. <laughs> right? As a parent, I'm just like, who is this kid? But, but, but Ava was just kind of sad. Like she just had a hard day because her friend said she couldn't play with her. Ava's not sad in general, she's not a sad kid, but she had a bad day, she was sad. And, and then there's things like depression that are very real, and, and that feels like heaviness and, and hopelessness, but there's help for that. And that's a, that's a very like, deep kind of sadness. Then there's also a sadness that comes when we make wrong choices. When we sin, that feels yuck because we're not supposed to be cheating and lying and gossiping. And I think that when we walk in sin, it can feel yucky and it can make us feel sad. And then there's tragedy sad. When life hits and something hard happens, like your parents get divorced, or, or maybe your dad leaves, or maybe you find out that your mom or your grandma or your grandpa has cancer and you feel so sad, maybe someone you love actually dies. And you just feel this sadness, and that is a tragedy kind of sad. So there's so many different kinds of sadness in this world, but there's always hope. And there's always help when we are sad. But first, because this is 4640, we're gonna do a little something tonight. So I've asked a couple of my good friends, Emmett and Jacob, to come down and help me play this little game that we're gonna play. So I'm gonna have you come over here with Pastor Will. Emma, are you coming? Okay, let's pick someone else. Who wants to play? Who wants to play? Natalie, you come play. We'll have Natalie come down and play. So this is what 
we're gonna do. We're gonna think of it like this, okay? Pastor Will is gonna blindfold you both, okay? Yeah, you yes, can take, take off your glasses. glasses. And like we said, we're in this I'm yuck blind series. Anyway. She, said she, <laughs> she can't see anyways. Can you see? No, I cannot. Promise? Okay, stand right there. Hang tight. So, so they're gonna, they're blindfolded, they can't see, but they're gonna start to feel something that might feel a little yucky, okay? So the first one to guess what, what they're feeling will win $5 in cafe credit, okay? Okay, so the first one to guess what don't, they're don't touching. Don't yell it out, don't yell yeah, it out. Yeah, don't tell them. The first one to guess what they're touching gets $5 in the cafe. Okay, you ready? Go ahead. Go, go, what you is can, it? You can like pick it up. Oh, it's just like chicken feet. He got oh, it! Oh, he got chicken feet! All right, you can take the blindfold he off. He got chicken feet. You, you were touching cow That's tongue. That's a big old cow tongue. That's a real cow tongue. Here. Make sure, make sure you- Oh no! Oh. Are they broken? Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Do you want me to give this to a friend? Maybe go wash your hands. Everybody wash your hands. Go wash your hands, and I'll give this to Emma, and she can give it to you. Go wash your hands. Good job. I'm very impressed. Good job, students. That's yuck. yuck. That's yuck. That's really yuck. And sometimes sadness can feel yuck, like a nasty, raw, rough cow tongue. And sometimes sadness can feel yuck, like these nasty little... Chicken feet with fingernails. Those things have fingernails. They are so disgusting. Ew. You can pull the tendons and oh. make them go like that. Okay. I might have thrown up a little in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. So there, there's a couple things. There, there's hope when we're walking through the sadness, and there's two things that can help us overcome the sadness. And the first thing that we're going to do to help us overcome sadness is we have to walk through it. We can't bottle it up. We can't just like pretend it's not there. We can't just skip over it. I mean, that'd be awesome. That'd be really cool if we could just like never feel sad, right? But that's not reality. That's not life. Um, but what's really cool is that Jesus says in John 16, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Jesus is telling us, life is gonna be hard, but I'm gonna be with you, and you can have peace in the midst of your sadness. And I believe Jesus wants to walk right beside us as, as we're walking through something that might be really hard. Maybe it's a bad day, maybe it's a divorce, maybe it's something just horrible, horribly sad for you, but Jesus is right beside us. It says in Deuteronomy 31.8, do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Jesus isn't gonna leave you in your sadness. Jesus is always, always with us. He doesn't fail us. Sadness is yuck and unfortunately it is just part of life, but Jesus will always be with us so that, so that we can walk through it so we don't explode once something happens and we've bottled all this up. Jesus is gonna be with us. And that way, as we walk through it, we can start to heal and, and find that joy and that peace and that comfort once again. 
So the first thing we have to do is we have to acknowledge our sadness and then walk with Jesus through it. The second thing that we have to do is after we handle it, after we walk through the sadness is to give it over to Jesus, to give it to God. Psalm 55, 22 says this, give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. Now, how many of you ever gone to the beach before? All right, I'm I'm not talking about Highline. I'm talking about like the beach, the ocean, okay? The ocean. Now, I went to uh, San Diego and I took my one-year-old daughter at the time and she like loved it and everything like, but how many do you know that when you go to the beach, when you leave the beach, the beach doesn't leave you? Like sand everywhere. Somehow we pack like 10 pounds of sand back to Colorado from San Diego because sand gets in everything. It gets in all sorts of different stuff. And this is how sadness can be if you don't give it to God. You walk through it and it's still all over you. But it it takes you giving it over to God for you to actually give you some space and get that uck, that yucky feelings off of you. Because what can happen if you leave the sand on, if you you continue to just walk through the sadness and and you keep going, what happens is it can turn into things like depression. If you, if you don't give it over to God and you just keep holding this sadness and, and you keep your, your hands on the cow tongue, all right, or the chicken feet, basically what happens is you could get, um, it, it could turn into depression. And then it can even go further than depression and go into self-harm, like cutting, self, self-hate. And then it could even go to suicidal thoughts and then eventually even suicide. See, sadness is a part of life and, and, and God totally like, wants us to, to walk through it and to, to, to share it with him. But at some point, you have to give it over to God so that you don't continue to just carry it your entire life or for longer than God um, needs to be able to give you something good. You need to give it to God so that sadness doesn't stay on. Now, giving it to God and, and all the, to get all the sand off, God can take absolutely anything that we can give him. And he actually wants us to give stuff to him. Because like Sarah said earlier, Jesus already overcame the world. Sadness is, is part of this world. That's just the truth. And Jesus already defeated it. He defeated death. He defeated the grave. And so giving it over to him means that it's actually gonna get taken care of. It's actually gonna be able to, to leave you. All right, now, I, I, wanna, I wanna think of it like this, all right? Because Jesus, God makes a way for us to receive something out of something bad. Jesus can make a way to where if we give something to him, our hands are open for something else. And he wants to give good gifts. So I want us to, 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 to think of it like this, all right? I, I, gotta, I chose a couple of people. I need Avery to come up and True to come up. Um, you guys in the house, come on down. All right, there they are. All right, come on. Come on, everybody. Avery's gonna be on your side. Yeah, we're gonna blindfold him still. Ava, you're on that side, true, you're over here. Okay. Okay, I'm blindfolded. No, you're not supposed to look. Don't look. Don't look at it. Don't peek. All right, here, close your eyes. Close them. Close them. Don't open them. Good, can you see? She can't see. Still don't open them, okay? So what's gonna happen here is you guys aren't just gonna have to, you don't need to guess what it is, all right? But this is what it's gonna be because what we're doing is we're giving something to God. So you guys need to take whatever the yuck thing is and you need to transfer it, all of it into these empty bowls, all right? So, so you, you know where the empty, empty bowl bowls. is. There's the empty bowl, okay? Now, 
That's what you have to do. First one to do it gets $10 in the cafe. All right? We'll tell you what True has in a, in a second, if you can see it. It's, it's real nasty. Okay, so you guys know where your empty bowls are, right? Okay, you know where the empty bowl is? I'm going to put your fingers on the edge of the yuck bowl. All right, that's the empty one. Good job. All right, Ava, are you ready? True, are you ready? ready? First one to get all of their yuck into the other bowl will win. Go! <laughs> get it all in there. Get it all it. in there. She did it. She oh, did she it. Did she it. won. She totally she won. won. All right, you can Good take job, your blindfolds off. Okay, you can take this off. You just touch worms. Good job. Good job. You have but, but look, you get. He had warm cottage cheese. Credit. It wasn't even cold. It was warm. All right, but because you went through that, ew. Now I gotta touch it. I'll still give you the ten dollar cafe credit. There There's you go. Yours. Take it. There it is. She got something Slam good out of it. it. There you go. Okay, Please go wash. Your hands. Please wash. Go they, wash give it up for them. Give it up for them. I'm gonna use this. Don't slip. Just take it with you. Take it with you. It's a gift. Go wash your hands. All right. Are your hands there good? There it is. My okay, hands are well, gross too. Okay. There it is. But you see, inside those bowls of yuck was the prize. Did you see the prize were in the yuck? See, what happens is in how God works through the yuck in our lives, through especially sadness, is that when we walk through something with God and then we give God that hard thing, he shows us something about ourselves. He shows us something about him. And what's really crazy, awesome, that only God can do, Romans 8, 28 says, and we know God causes everything to work together for the what? For the what? For the what? For the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Basically what this means is, even if tragedy happens, and not if, when, even when sadness happens, God in his power, in his passion for your heart, will make it good in the end. He will make it good. I remember walking through the tragedy of losing my grandmother who helped raise me when I was a senior in high school. And it wrecked me. And it was sadness. And in the midst of that sadness, I didn't want to hear things like God can just give me joy because I was, I was in sadness. But I want to give you hope that sadness will end. Sadness is a part of this world. But the Bible says in Revelations 21 that in heaven and in the midst of the unrestricted, unrelented presence of Jesus and of God, there is no sorrow, there is no mourning, there is not a tear. It is only good. Sadness will end. But while we're here, in this world, God will still, in the midst of it, work something for good in you because he loves you. Because Jesus loves you so much, he wants to walk with you through sorrow, with you through tragedy, and then show you something awesome about yourself. Show you something awesome about who God is so that at the end, when the sadness ends, because it will, you can actually look back on that and say, I'm a better person than I was when I walked into it. I'm stronger. I'm, I mean, it could, it could be anything. I'm, I'm stronger. I'm, I'm, I'm a more powerful person. I know that I'm loved. I know more of who God says I am. I don't rely on other people's view of me because you walked with God through the sadness. 
You had to hold it, but then you gave it to him. And then with your empty hands, he gave you a good gift because our God is a good God. What proves that to me is found in Romans 8, 38 and 39. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from, the, from God's love. Sadness cannot separate you from his love. Tragedy cannot separate you from his love. Neither death nor life can separate you from his love. Neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. That is the truth. And that's not even the end of it. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that's revealed in Jesus. As he is our Lord, love is surrounding every inch of you. And I think that if there's anyone in this room that's in the midst of a sadness, of a family member, family member that's died, of a friend that's cutting, if you're in the midst of a sadness, there's hope. If you're in the midst of that sadness, love is around you right now. If there's someone in this room that has had, within this last week, suicidal thoughts, love is around you right now. And that, yeah, sadness sucks and it's part of this world and we're supposed to carry it with God and give it to him. But I want you to know that you're loved and that what do we do when we're sad? We hold it in front of God and we place it at his feet. So everybody close their eyes. And I want us to just think for a second. Is there anything that we need to, to hold in our hands before Jesus? Is there a sadness? Is there something that we haven't talked to him about before? And I just want you to just think very, really quickly about that because I think that during this message, you probably got some sort of a, a word from him of, of something that you need to give to him. Some sort of sadness. And you know what? If you don't, if you don't have anything like that, you can use this time right now to pray for someone that is in that place. I want you to think about holding that, that sadness in your hand. Maybe it's a, a name of someone that has passed away or a friend that's just hurting or something that makes you sad. It could be anything. God cares, God cares about the tiniest details in our lives. And I just want you to picture Jesus in front of you, like with his hands, ready to accept what you are trying to give him. And I want you to picture Jesus with strong hands, with, with, with hands that can handle it, that can take it to where it's not gonna be with you forever. As we're, as we're standing in front of Jesus, I just want everybody to pray this prayer with me. Jesus, thank you for loving every inch of me. I hold this sadness and I give it to you. Take it from me, Lord, and show me what you have for me. 
because your gifts are always good. I trust you, Jesus, with my heart, with my sorrow, with my yuck, because I know you can handle it. I love you. Thank you. You're awesome. Amen. Guys, sometimes this can be a daily thing. Sometimes we have to like just straight up daily, just like Jesus is yours again. It's yours again, all right? So this week, don't let sadness stay on you, all right? Walk through it with him. And this could take a while, but I want you to know at some point it'll end. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening at 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.